Welcome back to another Sound Warriors podcast, episode number five. Presented to you by the Ground Zero Movement. I'm your man with taste, with the gun on his waist, Dio the Fabulous Drifter. And as we move into this Memorial Day weekend, I wanted to share a family story. Uh, my great-grandfather, he didn't go, he wasn't drafted to World War II, but he did end up working for the railroads for 44 years, and he wasn't a slave. His brother, uh, one of his brothers, did get drafted, and my great-grandfather's wife, her brother was drafted into the war, World War II as well. And according to all family stories, accounts, the two brothers were in combat and, or, yeah, the, you know, the two brothers, my great uncles, were in in combat and one saved the other one during the battle. Now, the funny thing is that they did not know that they were related until they got back from the war. So in other words, my great-grandfather's brother didn't know he was saving his wife's brother until they got back and vice versa. I don't know which one saved which, but I thought that's a pretty, pretty crazy, awesome story. Uh, and this was a World War II story. You should check out your family and ask about it, you know, because we're brought up to be angry about it because everything's slavery. We're not even thinking that, man, our elders went to war against communism and socialism because they knew it was real. It wasn't like Hollywood made it. They had to prove themselves to be worthy because they was a black army. Fuck out of here. So sick of this weak shit, man. The, the, the whole lie is it's insane. Uh, um, so last episode, we spoke about what is going on in... Uh, we talked about immigration, and uh, we pointed out an article that was on Bongino.com that highlighted that now deporting illegal alien immigrants that are gang members is somehow racist. And I highlighted two of the, the proponents of this bill uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is just like the dumbest. La Bamba's are just blockheads. And then I uh, also introduced you all to Ilhan Omar. I gave you her story. The congresswoman from Minnesota. And if you don't know, these fools is celebrating the year anniversary of the crackhead getting choked out by the police calling for his mama. Um, 
and at the memorial, the the, the mor- m- memorial. Uh, that sound like that sound like Mookie, but uh, at the memorial, there was like twenty four shots that rang out at the memorial. I said, "Boy, niggas ain't worth a goddamn nickel." So, um, so that was that episode. You can go back and check that out. Uh, today I kind of want to talk about something that, um, you know, happened to me and, and how we hear how police shoot and kill and you got grown men talking about Dante Wright and a chick that got shot by the police when she was getting ready to stab and all these fabricated numbers of how many unarmed black men die by the hands of the police and and uh, like LeBron just James says, we're hunted by like animals and and all this goofy shit. Um, and you got these white liberals pushing it, these Hollywood corn muffins pushing it. So <laughs> uh, the other day, I was kind of being a bit of a, I was kind of in my in my man feelings like a little beta boy, beta soy boy. Because I had to, uh, a loved one went out of town and I was alone for the, uh, I'm alone for the holiday weekend and I'm pouting and being a little, you know, beta soy boy. And on top of that, I didn't have a good day where I wouldn't have felt no type of way if I was able to have a good day making money. I wouldn't even thought about it as hard, but since it was a slow work day, I had I sat on it and dug into my imagination, which you are not supposed to do. Stay out of your imagination. And I was just like, you know, they up there. And I ain't never gonna do this again. And that, which I'm not gonna be doing that again. But so you know, I was in my soy boy beta. I was like, this must how these niggas feel every day. But they act like how I'm feeling. <laughs> so anyway. Um, so I call it a day. I, uh, going, I go to the park because the next day I didn't want to spend gas going back into town and then coming back. So I wanted to save gas. So I, you know, got a couple, you know, a couple shots and, uh, figured I'd just sleep in the park, in the, in the vehicle in the park. And so I'm laid back. And, you know, I get a knock on the window. It's, it's a police officer. You know, regular routine. Tells me to, you know, ask me my name and what am I doing here? And I tell him what I'm doing there. And uh, he gets, you know, I had two shots of vodka. So he just smelled the vodka on my crap. So... We're talking, he asked me the regular procedures. Can I get your license, registration? So I give him all that insurance because I have all that to give him. And so, because there was at one time where I, <laughs> I wouldn't have had none of that. And I still wouldn't have got shot or beat up, never. So, real quick, and I think one of the reasons why, not, 
Yeah, one of the reasons why I don't act a fool is because I've been going to jail for so long, and then they got these cameras, and I got like my my dignity and my self respect not to have niggas seeing me getting beat up and shot on cam on the police cam. Like I'm just too cool for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Just in myself, I'm just too cool for that. So I'm not going out like that. But anyway, um, so I give him everything, and then he asks me, "Do I have a weapon or drugs in the vehicle?" I said, "No, sir, I don't have." drugs in a vehicle, but I do have a firearm. Now, whenever you if, you, if you, keep in mind, I'm a legal gun owner. The key is to be a legal gun owner, but they don't know you are a legal gun owner. So when they ask you if you have a vehicle in a car, if you say, yes, sir, I have a firearm, then they, that gives them the clue that you might be a legal gun owner. But if you say, yeah, I got a gun, that, that's gonna, boom, that's gonna alert them. So that's just rule number one. So he asked me to step out of the vehicle, I step out of the vehicle. Uh, I get to the front of the car, or in front of my Jeep, and he asked me, um, do you mind if I search the vehicle? I was like, I'm kind of shocked because, you know, like I said, I'm an old school going to jail person. So, like, I'm already preparing, like, okay, he going to tow my car. I'm going to go to jail. Who I'm going to call. How much my bond. I'm in a city. I ain't never been to jail before. So, you know, when you're an OG, go to jail, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just do all the preparation. Your mind got to, you got to get into jail mind mode. You know, not crying and bitching and whining and trying to escape like bitch-ass niggas that get shot. So, because you already know how to go to jail. But I'm coherent. I'm answering the questions. And he asked me if he can search the vehicle. And I told him, yes, sir, you can go ahead. You can go ahead and search the vehicle. No problem. And I'll let you know the rest of what happened after this break. Man, I'm ready to hit the club, dog. I got the news. Gold, going guard trail, man. That shit is banging, man. Hey, yo, but yo, check this out, man. Yo, put this in. Dial to hit this up with the fat beat, man. We yo, we're going to let me start. Yo, hell yeah. Hey, turn yo, it up. Let me hit you with the bass boost, too. Then the 12s in the back. Then the 12s in the back. Man, I go on nowhere. Yeah, out of bounds with your rhymes. Yell it to me, no fear. Don't compare your to mine. I'm too unrefined to be defined. Yeah, refined by the reality. I live on the regular with speech. God, son. And none of y'all can change that. African sweatband tips to you. I'm a strange cat. For righteousness, man, my soul, please. Because I'm camouflaged in these streets. Doesn't mean I'm fatigued, nigga. Breathe slow. The hoes I want sisters. Persistence be acting like hoes, but be at my shows. All classy out tomorrow. See me on the avenue and pass me by. And that's the main reason why music is my wife and you just the mistress. Yeah, the stress signals, I can answer that, though. Because after all, I'm Captain Saving Nation from dying. I get hit with kryptonite in this fight. At least I die trying. The beast, I despise. But I seen it coming like grandma's premonition. Look, fish don't fry in the kitchen. Beamers look fresh on the grill. Testing these skills. Real ain't real, and death is a dish that's best served till. Do you know how a cat feel? Have you ever had your cat peeled? Homie dying in the back. 
bleeding in the lack You make it to the hospital on max willpower Plus you got three in your shoulder from the last shower Zero hour, real kings get devoured Oh, yo, 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 there go the honey oh, They're down and they're killing us, man Yeah, yeah, they're going on crazy I know, what up? When I was young, little kids on bikes used to smile, now they frown. No ICs, they iced out. The ice shoe should've listened to Ice T instead of New Jack Hover T. Three strikes at 15. Here they come, fucking with me. I'm rolling my weed. Young fly, we take a 30. I told you, get some tennis shoes, them slippers go. Makes you slip, we lace the game. It's the ground, zero movement. Circle, circle, die. This is fly hot, I get the beef from Dow Jones. I grow fly, push the pedal to the floor. We pushing life through mics like life out my baby's mother The eagle crusher, cold as a barrier So I'm rushing this industry Similar to Leningrad with just a pen and pad Trends and fads with blends with fags Blessed I don't do none of that dope Look, what you see is what you get If it flops, it flops If it hits, it hits Yo, yo, man, we up in here What up, niggas going on? Yo, yo, man, the Gordon God Watch out, man, watch out Yo, 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 yo What you mean I can't get in with baggy jeans on? I got the Gore and Gartrell shirt and some Tim's. Work boots. What you mean? They gonna let my man in. He got another fifty dollar Jordans. That ain't sports gear. That's Jordans. What you got on? Sketchers. Welcome back to the Sound Warriors podcast presented to you by the Ground Zero Movement. I'm your man with taste with the gun on his waist, Dio, the fabulous drifter. And that record you just heard was by the Ground Zero Movement, featuring yours truly on the first verse and my man Sid Fly on the second verse, produced by Dow Jones, guest featuring on the last outro, Blue Collar, Blue Collar Show. Uh, yeah, so yeah, getting back to it, and and another thing, not only do I do I not want to get recorded getting choked out by the police, I don't have time to record me in an incident with the police because I'm just like a true school going to jail person. Like when we was going to jail, we ain't had none of that shit. You just went to jail, dude. Like we had time to like record it and. Oh my God, oh my God, he's oh my God. Niggas ain't had no time for that. You just go to jail. And that's one of my overall messages. But, um, so, so, yeah, so I step out of the vehicle. I give him my information. Now, when I gave him my information, I have an Alabama uh, firearms permit. Uh, So, pistol permit, pistol permit. So I gave that to him. He kind of really didn't know. And where I'm at, you have to have a different uh, card. So he goes into the vehicle. He asks. He asks me if if the he asks me if the firearm is loaded. I say yes, sir. It's loaded, and I do have one in the chamber. So. He, gra- he grabbed it out of the, the Jeep and every everything's cordial. Um, 
I'm not saying no stupid shit because I am dealing with a firearm. And I, and like I said, it's a different level mentality than being a criminal with a firearm. It's a more responsible. So him and I got into a discussion about the laws here versus the laws where I live because months ago I had got in Alabama, I had got pulled over with my firearm on the seat. And down south, it's not a big, it's not a big deal. I just gave him my pistol permit, and it, that was that was that. You know, I didn't get a ticket or anything like that. So this is not a one-off. But now I'm in a I'm in a different state, which is a blue Democrat state, which is hard on firearms. So I carry, knowing that if a situation like this comes up, I'm just gonna have to stand on my Second Amendment. And that's what I said to the officer. I said, sir, I'm just practicing, my, you know, I'm just using my second amendment rights. This this state doesn't, doesn't have reciprocity with Alabama, but I'm not gonna be around here unarmed. Um, and I, I know certain rules here are different than where I'm from up to Missouri. Uh, but I'm just standing up for my second, you know, we're not standing up. I'm just utilizing my second amendment rights. And he understood that because he was like, yeah, I'm with the second amendment too. And this state, the way they have their system set up to be a legal gun owner is ridiculous. And I told him, you know, maybe if I'm here long enough, I can get into the legislation, you know, and start trying to legislate because they need more American men like myself to be in these sessions to, to stand up and tell these governors and these legislators that this is ridiculous how I could have anyway long story short um, he, 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 he asked me if he can uh, run, run my firearm to see if it was legal I said, yes, sir, you can run my firearm to see if it's legal. Now, while I'm telling you all this story, I want y'all to just go in your mind of all them niggas getting shot because illegal firearms and this and their attitude and how they're acting and what you see on the screen and, and all the, then the propaganda saying one thing and the niggas that put out memes and all feelings for them don't even own a firearm or have been in an encounter with officers when you do have a firearm as a legal gun owner. And in this situation, I'm literally in a different state with different laws, which I can, if he wanted to go off the rails and not, and that's why I give this officer his props. Cause I had already been prepared when I came to this state, I had already been prepared to be like, well, if I get caught with this firearm, I already know what's, what the deal is. But he stood on the Second Amendment. And he ended up just unloading my firearm, taking the one out the chamber, putting it back in the trunk of my in the trunk of my Jeep. And then um, since I had a couple shots, you know, nothing too crazy, he didn't let me back in my Jeep. He ended up uh, dropping me off at 
the hotel that was down the street. And if anybody know me, this is that was the first time in American history that I've ridden in the back of the police car without handcuffs. If I had a sound effect, it would be like the greatest cheer on earth. Y'all think y'all niggas is crying over niggas dying and, and niggas can't go to nigga from that moment was a moment in American history that I had literally gotten into a vehicle, an officer's vehicle without handcuffs and going to jail. So what's what's the point in all this? My point is twofold. One is when you're a legal gun owner, there's just a different language and a different way you carry yourself and to have a conversation with an officer when you pulled over. Number two, the officer himself was cool because he stood up for the second amendment. I'm not gonna give his name or his department, but he stood up for his for the second amendment rights because I was cool. He even told me, he was like, man, you, you, you being real cool, man, I appreciate it. And I got a whole loaded firearm niggas crying we could have shot him in the leg he didn't deserve to die that man could have gave me a whole felony I could be talk. I couldn't even be talking to you today if he wanted to be a dickhead give me a felony take my gun take my jeep take my job that could have happened right like that and I was prepared for it because I've been there, done that. But we stood together as brothers and kept it moving. I'm here telling you this now. And it's not a one-off because like I said, it happened before. So for all you soft butter cake niggas, like it don't happen like that all the time. Well, how would I know it would have happened to me? This is why I created maps. Because more often than not, see, that's how women think. Well, you know, that, that was just you. That don't happen all the time. Yeah, it was just me. And it don't happen all the time. But it wasn't just me getting shot, which seems to happen all the time with you other niggas that y'all cry over. And that's the difference between being a legal gun owner and not, you have to know how to speak to the police because my attitude could have been different. His attitude could have been different. I could have been cool. He could have been an asshole because I don't have the proper paperwork for the state. But when I told him I stood on the second amendment and I stood as just stood on my square prepared from day one that if it happens it could happen but no I wasn't thinking about getting shot and all this other shit I was just like damn I'm gonna go to jail lose my whip and I'm in the middle of nowhere don't know nobody and I'm by myself don't know nobody in the whole state damn near and anybody that could have helped me they wouldn't know where to be found. 
So this is why I don't want to hear a lot of this goofy crybaby shit that y'all do all the time. When niggas don't follow the law. And I knew, just like them niggas knew, I knew I wasn't following the law. The difference is I'm a legal gun owner because I do have my paperwork to at least back me up. So again, for all those legal gun owners out there, if you ever get caught or if you ever get pulled over by an officer, that don't mean the next time the officer, he might be a dickhead. But like I said from the beginning, I knew what I was coming into. So ain't no use of kicking and screaming and dragging and crying and carrying on. If it don't work out, that's the point. So for just remember, use the word firearm instead of gun. You know, yeah, I got to get. When you become a legal uh, gun owner, certain terms become a little, you kind of a little cringy. <laughs> yeah, I got the burner. It sound cool in a rap song, but like, you know, you I wouldn't want to call it that. It's a firearm, a gun, or a pistol. But um, yeah, so to tie it all up in a bow, I started out being a little beta, feeling like a little beta boy, but I acted like an alpha dog. <laughs> My natural self. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sound Warriors podcast presented by the Ground Zero Movement. Uh, check us out on IG at GZM since 1999. You can check the website, the Ground Zero Movement. You can email me at thegroundzeromovement at gmail.com. You can also check out our GoFundMe at m.a.p.s. We're planning to do an event. Uh, We're hashing out out the the, um, venue right now to train young men. You know, but if you go, if you go to the GoFundMe page, it'll lay it all out there for you. You can also pick up the book, Maps, M.A.P. If you don't want to donate, which I'd rather you just pick up the merchandise, you can go to the website, thegroundzeromovement.com. You can go to Amazon.com and look up M.A.P.S, the book. Pick that up. It's only 26 pages. uh, And that goes to support what we're doing here. As well as you can go to uh, Teespring, pick up the Ground Zero Movement merchandise. We got cups, shirts, T-shirts, all that. And God bless and keep shooting.